You're listening to Bizarre Buffet, a podcast of all-you-can-eat weird. I'm your host, Mark Toriello. I'm Jen Wilson. And I'm Mark Blusine. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. And perhaps even a few murders. You're all invited. When we first went in, one of the people said, Who are you? And Tex said, I'm the devil, and I'm here to do the devil's business. Hey! Hey, Buenos guys. Dias. You're listening to Bizarre Buffet with your fabulous host, Mark Toriello. And I'm Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess I'm just Jen Wilson tonight. Oh, that's okay. That's I didn't know Shania Twain was joining us tonight. I didn't know yeah. either. Didn't know do, you feel like a, do you feel like a woman? Man, I do feel like a woman. Let's go, girls. Oh that was God. good, right? So you remember how I was telling you guys before we started recording that <laughs> I went to a Michael Bublé concert? <laughs> yeah, I know. This is a, a revelation, and I asked Jen to please inform us of this story, and she said she was going to wait to share it with everybody. Wait, so who's what, Michael Bublé? He's that fucking jazz he's guy. He's like the jazz singer. Who's all over every Hallmark Christmas commercial. Oh. Yeah. He's got like 10 million Christmas albums. Yeah, <laughs> he does. So every year, like usually my family and I like will go see like a concert together. Uh-huh. And we've seen like we've seen Paul McCartney. We've seen. Well, that's a good one. Eric Clapton. And then <sighs> one year my aunt was like, I really want to see Michael Bublé. Girl. <laughs> And like what? my two cousins were like, fuck that. I'm not going. I'm like, I don't fucking blame you. <laughs> so I got stuck going with my mom and my aunt. Mm. And we went, um, it was at the Prudential Center in Newark. Okay. It's actually a really nice venue. I've never been there, but I was supposed to have seen like a few concerts there in the past. But it was pretty fucking painful, but it was like <laughs> more entertaining watching these women who obviously dragged their significant others with them <laughs> to see Michael, like to Bublé. see Michael Bublé. God. And, but like, I mean, Michael Bublé like made some like jokes throughout the night that was like, yeah, you know, I just want to give a shout out to the guys that are here. I'm sure you're not here voluntarily. <laughs> yeah. That's really funny. It was pretty, it was pretty painful. That's like not my type of music, obviously. Yeah. So. I I don't know. And he like just came out with that song. Just haven't met you yet. Oh no. Oh. Oh, you poor thing. person. That's my, yeah. Oh God. Oh God, bring a book. And I'm sure. That's that's kind of how I felt. Uh, And I'm sure every. Oh my God postmenopausal woman was screaming for that song they were and there were a lot of like old people with oxygen <laughs> tanks oh stop it no yeah no oh my god i said to my mom and my aunt that i love them to death but i will not wheel them in wheelchairs to these types of concerts <laughs> when they're old enough i think that's I more than fair it was more oh, like god. that i did my I, fucked up. I feel it's, like i just did my good deed for that year like yeah. going to this Michael Bublé concert. Maybe even two years. Yeah. I mean, that was a good Samaritan deed. Wow. Well, it sounds like a um, Michael Bublé concert would drive you crazy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it does. 
Are you giving us a hint of what tonight's episode might be about? I think so. Oh. But before we get into our topic, Jen, you had a really good question. Yeah, I want to know something from your childhood that you vividly remember that's no longer standing. Mm. I'll go first. There used to be this Chinese restaurant in Rutherford, New Jersey, mm. called the New China Inn. What happened to the old China? <laughs> <laughs> but what made it so like awesome was the interior was so it was like an authentic Chinese restaurant. You don't get that in like this area of New Jersey, like a sit down Chinese restaurant. No, you don't. You don't. I like the takeout. But the like, reason I'm thinking about this is because of the Chinese food we had for dinner tonight. Oh, I know so Jen brought us Chinese food and it was to die oh, my for. God. Like so and that's so like good. that's the one thing I miss is a good sit-down Chinese restaurant. There was a place in South Jersey, and I think I brought Mark there once, but you want to know the name of it? It was called Full Ho, F-U-L-L-H-O. And it was a sit-down sit Chinese restaurant as well. You but don't get that in this area much you don't. anymore. Mm. And it was run by this, this nice family. Mm-hmm. And I guess what wound up happening, it was maybe four or five years ago, they they closed their doors. Oh. And they did they re like did the entire inside and now it's a mm. liquor store. Oh. And I refuse to go in. <laughs> Protect small businesses. Yeah. 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 I was wow. really I was very upset by the closing of the new China Inn. Oh. If anybody has any recommendations of some sit-down Chinese restaurants in the North yeah. Jersey area. I'd love to know. Please or memories us. of the China Inn. Or memories of New China yeah. Inn. Tell us, tell tell us, us about, about the, new, the new or old China Inn. Tell me about it. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Well, um, oddly enough, I have a similar... It's a restaurant, but now I realize I have two restaurants, and so now we have three going on, but it's okay. <laughs> um... In South Jersey, there is this place called um, East Side Mario's. And was it Italian? <laughs> it was. It was fine Italian dining. Aww. I know. I mean, no, I don't think it was fine dining. But um, this place, and Mark and I, I think we took photos there once in like the abandoned parking lot. But the front of the building kind of looked like Ripley's, believe it or not. Like it had like... Ooh. I know it was weird. Like it had like a seam in the front of it. And then there was like a statue of Liberty as their logo. It was very fucking confusing. I, I should probably look this up to see if there was ever more than one. Um, but like inside they had, I just remember they had like, um, like train tracks and shit suspended from the ceiling and like trains. Right. I don't know. It was a weird place, but yeah, that's something that I remember. What about you, Mark? Um, I guess one thing that I really liked, I don't know if it's still around or still a thing, but I loved this place called DZ, the Discovery Zone. Oh. Yes, I remember mm. that. I remember that. It was glorious because it was, anyone listening, it, Discovery Zone was basically like Chuck E. Cheese, but on steroids. I remember the commercial was like, DZ, DZ Discovery, Discovery Zone. Zone. Yeah, I was one of the kids. No, oh. I'm kidding. <laughs> just wanted you to be starstruck. I'll, I'll just never. <laughs> no, that was our last episode. Actually, funny story about that. Um, when I was a kid, I was supposed to go. Like, and that was something that like 
I used to go to often. And I don't know why, and now I look back on it, and clearly the story was a lie, but the mom that we were supposed, that was supposed to take us, mm. told us that the reason we couldn't go was somebody pooped in the ball pit. <laughs> And they had to close down the discovery zone to clean it out. Wait, I have a discovery wow. zone story. Something must have happened. There must have been a change of plans or something. But it, instead of like upsetting us, they were just like, yeah, it had to close because somebody pooped in the ball pit. <laughs> well, like, oh, wow. I loved it because it was like a labyrinth of like it tubes was. and slides and you can get lost to it or lost in it. I remember they had a slide that was a bunch of rollers. Yep, I remember that. And you would like go down like woo down the rolls. But one time a child did pee while <laughs> going down the rollers and the pee went down the rollers and they had to close that wing of the the discovery zone to oh. clean the pee pee out so of the rollers. Maybe, Urination. Maybe they maybe someone did poop in the ball. Maybe pit. someone did. Somebody probably did. I'm sure. Somebody probably miss a it. big old stank shit in there. I think stank. now what... I went to the DZ in uh, Union, New Jersey on Route 22. Oh. I think now it's like a sex shop. <laughs> or, oh. like a, or like a BJ's Wholesale. Wow. Well, that's, you know, a good repurposing. Costco. Costco. I don't know, one of those things. Oh, Costco. Um... So I guess, like, Jen Wilson, what are we talking about? So before we get into it, um, I just want to thank our listeners. Oh. Yeah, I'm going to get, I'm sorry, I might get a little sentimental for a moment. Oh, no, I love this. So, you know, this kind of just started as something silly that the three of us wanted to do. And now it's becoming a thing. I know. We're getting an awesome group of listeners we really are you guys yeah so you know we do it for you guys we do but the reason i'm saying this is this is actually the first suggestion that we've gotten from a listener oh Oh, that's so good that's really so marissa if you're listening to this tonight hi marissa hey this is for you this is for you, girl. What was her suggestion? So she said she wanted to hear about the Overbrook Asylum in Verona, New Jersey. Oh. Which Local. I think is very familiar for the three of us. Yes. Yeah. In one way or another. Yes, it's true. So, yeah, let's jump into it. Tell us about it. Tell yeah. us about the asylum. So, um... It housed the mentally ill um, for patients who just required daily care. So the Overbrook Asylum, located in Verona, New Jersey, um, it housed the mentally ill. um, And it was for mentally ill patients who just needed daily care. And it was um, seated on top of a hill. And the reason it was selected for that location was for... The remote, high-altitude location, um, which was believed that could provide a healthy environment for rehabilitation. Okay. So kind of nice like a, and secluded, yeah. Kind of like yeah. a getaway. Yeah. Okay. So um, Mountain retreat. It also helped to relieve pressure in the overcrowded Newark hospitals. Was the primary focus to just alleviate 
the overcrowding and like the main hospitals that were like in Newark. It's yes, like that was like correct. its main goal. Okay. That was its main goal. What yeah. was the um the time frame when they built this hospital? It was built in the eighteen hundreds. Okay, so we're talking early nineteen like hundreds. Hoop skirts, Edison light bulbs. <laughs> yes. Wax oh. cylinders. Oh yeah. Wow. Thomas Alva Edison was He was out there out there. Doing his light bulb tricks. Exactly. Um, underground gay sex. Yeah, underground gay sex. Uranium was all the rage. So they built more. They actually added to the property. There mm. was housing. There was a powerhouse. There was a laundromat. Wow. A theater. Oh, my God. I want to go Miles of tunnels running underground still there today. Oh, wow. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah, which is really neat. That is. Do you know what the, the tunnels were used for? I don't. That's in, I mean, it. I wonder if it was like from building to building, maybe. It could have Probably. been, especially like in cold weather, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Like um, there's a whole scene in Girl Interrupted about that. Or for, um, you know, transporting cargo. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. tunnels were used for that, like with horses and carriages. Wow. The whole underground system. Well, yeah. In my college, when I went to Drew University, there was like underground tunnels. And in those tunnels, there was um, stables. Oh, yeah. so for horses. Yeah, that's the horses. Yeah, which that's I think is, that's like a, that was a really neat concept back mm -hmm. then. Yeah, I like that. So, according to Weird New Jersey, mm -hmm. in the winter of 1917, so this is the World War I era, mm -hmm. oh. the hospital actually had a failure of boilers. Oh, no. Oh, dear. With 24 patients freezing to death in their beds. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. That's I've never awful. heard of that before. Neither did I. I knew about this. I knew about the hospital. Mm. I knew it was abandoned. I know it was demolished in 2007, but mm -hmm. I didn't know about this freezing patients in bed. Holy How many shit. patients? 20? 24. Whoa. Wow. That's a large That's number. That's excessive. Yeah. It is a pretty large number. Wow. Well, I mean, side note, um, I just, I mean, I don't know why this reminded me of this particular story, but, you know, just for a fun little storyline. I watched this documentary about another um, asylum that is no longer in existence as well. And there was this woman who worked at the hospital mm -hmm. who said that there was this particular case and this particular guy. And I guess he escaped one day and he was like always trying to escape or always kind of escaping. And he ran out. And he ended up jumping into the electrical system, like the generators. Mm -hmm. And he got like severely shocked and everything, but the, and like, you know, very close to death. But the lady was funny because at the end she was like, let me tell you something. He was totally normal after that. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> it's like, wow. Talk about an experimental treatment. I know, really. Yeah. That's just my quick little anecdote i don't know so yeah so that was really bizarre mm -hmm. a bizarre buffet mm -hmm. but yeah so moving forward world war one ends mm -hmm. we're in a great depression okay okay and there was a large number of homeless people um that found refuge at the hospital okay but because of the overcrowding Mm -hmm. And the heavily rationed food, it made living conditions very poor. Mm. So not only was it a 
place to house the mentally ill, it also became more of a refuge for people just because of the depression and just to keep people off the streets. I wonder, like, were the people that were living there to be off the streets, were they living with the people getting mental help? Or Most likely. Yeah. So it was just like a all-you-can-eat buffet of everything. Yeah, just like our show. Yes. I was like, <laughs> is that the tagline? But I feel All like you can eat weird. I feel <laughs> during those times, you know, that was something that was common. So um, tell us more. Yeah. So then we're going to move forward. Okay. And we hit World War II. Okay. Mm. And after the war, mm-hmm. we have an influx of patients, an influx of patients. Mm. And they are suffering from <laughs> shell shock and PTSD. Yep. Okay. Okay. So because of this, the hospital became overcrowded. Oh, oh God. Again? Yeah. So this wow. hospital was designed to deal with the overcrowding in and Newark. Became, and now it became overcrowded. It was hard to manage. And there were massive accounts of escape. Oh, shit. Starvation. Oh, no. And suicides reported. Well, it doesn't sound like they're very good at being a hospital. And it was (laughs) noted that 10,000 people died while confined at Overbrook. What? No. Wait, are you sure? 10,000 people died here? Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ, we're going to have a haunting soon. We're not too far. Okay, let's... So the hospital was built in like the late 1800s, and early 1900s. Early, yeah. So when did it close officially? 2007. No, that's when it was demolished. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Don't listen to me. So after this happened, the director wrote letters to families encouraging them to remove their relatives. Oh shit! So like the people who worked there were like, "Yeah, come pick your people up because pretty much this yeah. ain't going good here." Yeah. In 2006, the new Essex County Hospital Center opened up down the road. Mm -hmm. Mm. So from the original site of the hospital. So this center housed chronically ill patients um, that needed longer lengths of stay. So this new center took a cutting edge approach to behavioral health care and the layout and programs They kind of stand in. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will even distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. I mean, how cool is that, right? It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. On with the show. Stark contrast to the 100-year-old facility that it replaced. Wow. Um, And it's literally down the road, and the original Overbrook was demolished in 2007. Wow. So the... um... The facility stood for about, it was open for 100 years. More or less. And then 10,000 people died. 
Mm-hmm. So that means and that means a hundred people died there on average per year, which is crazy. That I'm wow. surprised. That is like that's a large excessive. number. So <laughs> the deaths was a bulk of like what you said: suicide, malnourishment, people freezing to death. Yep. So I just wonder, like, why it took so long for anyone to step in. And say, hey, like, what the hell is well, going on here? Like, don't they have mm-hmm. audits or? Well, right. that, that like, was, I think, a big part. <clears throat> that was a big part of the issue with uh, a lot of asylums or mental institutions throughout history, especially in this country, but I'm sure in many others, mm-hmm. um, because they were kind of, you know, when funding would go away and there would be <clears throat> a loss of certain, you know, I guess, government help, you know, they would get pushed to the side and, you know, the employees probably weren't paid a lot and they Mm -hmm. weren't doing things, you know, it it was like a a recipe for disaster. I also think back then people just didn't take mental health as seriously. Yeah. And they still don't. And they still don't. So, um, yeah, it's kind of like a mystery as to, how and why these deaths happened. Yeah. Um, so just a couple of tales from the town locals. Oh, tell us. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Oh. So. Do tell. Ooh. I hope it's salacious. So there was somebody who recollected using the road there as a shortcut. Mm-hmm. And driving by and the patients would literally be hanging out windows screaming oh Oh, that's that's very sad sad but very dark yeah and then you know as they were driving they said they rolled up the windows locked the doors and never used that road again (laughs) kept going speeding by well yeah i mean on your way to get ice cream is kind of a bummer to encounter that i suppose yeah so somebody else Mm -hmm. remembered that, um, you know, this mother was in her yard. She was sunning herself with her infant son. Oh, boy. And um, oh, I'm sorry. I'm I, already, I know. I already know what's coming. <laughs> okay. She heard her neighbor call to her. And she was near the side of the house. And she said she observed a man acting strangely. And that she mm. should pick up her baby and hurry over to her house. Okay. And they did. They called the police, and the police later identified the man as an inmate who wandered off from the mental institution. Oh, that's that's okay. a lot. These stories are very common when you when you um, touch on these facilities that have existed over time. You know, but the sad thing is, is when do you ever hear of a old fashioned mental hospital that was <laughs> that was successful? great? Yeah. yeah. Well, and part it's it's like a it's very fucked up because i know part of the issue now is that people who really do or are in need of these facilities um because there are so few of them in existence anymore um i guess like at a state level right if you will mm-hmm. you know when people do require you know the assistance of one of these places you know it's it's so much harder to get help but I know a lot of times uh, these facilities were kind of used 
<clears throat> at least back then, as places where they would just like drop off like an unwanted uh, relative or, you know, not even an unwanted relative or something, but just like somebody who the family could not manage. Yeah. You know? They would have dropped our asses off. Oh, We're yeah. Like, that was queers. Oh, like they got the disease of the queer. Oh, yeah. I mean, listen, it's a thing. It was. It absolutely was. You know, over the years, it was still standing. It's been in weird New Jersey. There's been, you know, it's one of those sites for trespassing. People have been arrested. Mm. Definitely some weird things that people have seen and reported inside. Oh, Oh, paranormal. Do we know what? A headless CPR doll. Oh, Cute. Very, very. Yas. Very specific. There's some images of inside with graffiti. Oh. And so chic. Very yeah. chic. Well, can I no share? Can I good. can I come out of the closet? Can I come out of the straitjacket yeah. to tell you guys yeah. something? Sure, go ahead. So many years ago, before they tore this asylum down... Bizarre Buffet's Mark Toriello went to it. Oh. And I went with my two friends, Dave and Christina, who I have not seen in a million years. Oh. But we went on the property and were looking and everything, and then cops came. Oh, this oh. is the place where you shared with us in one of the last... No. Oh, this is different. This is another... I had a few... <laughs> listen, I, I, I'm sloppy when it comes down to this urban exploration jazz. <laughs> um, I've been almost arrested several times. So in this case, my friends, Dave and Christina and myself... We were on the property looking at everything and the cops came and we had to run. And luckily this asylum situation is next to woods (laughs) and we ran into the woods and we kept running and running and running until we hit a local town pool. Oh, I think I know which one. At like 11 o'clock at night and we got away from the cops. Wow. Wow. Another interesting fact mm. from uh, Mark and I's window in our living room. Mm. If the asylum was still standing today, we would be able to see it. That's right. Wow. Jen just saw it. I did. I did see it. And now yeah. it's a bunch of apartment complexes, right? Yeah. Now it's a lot of Yeah. Overpriced. So, you know, Weird New Jersey has has documented this place. Um, and has said there's been many trespassers like Mark Toriello himself. That's right. Um, I did. (laughs) (laughs) Entering the windows and the doors. Um, Mm. You know, cops and security patrolling the old place. You know, and in Weird New Jersey, they do warn their readers about trespassing. Um, (laughs) And it was, you know, for the longest time, it was very rampant with lots of Weeds growing oh. and yeah, lots of hauntings. Oh, god, yeah, you know, they like oh. to 
like I said, the the wow. uh, headless CPR doll apparently used to make its way around the <laughs> around town around the <laughs> the asylum, which I feel like was probably yeah. just trespassers. Well, clearly that doll wasn't useful because uh, ten thousand people died there. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Wait, where's the nut? Oh, that's not the right one, but that works. Yeah, so it closed its doors in the it closed its doors in the 1970s and never reopened. Wow. Well, it sounds like they weren't good at their initial purpose. So I guess all all the better that they did close. And I mean, listen, let's face it. Where was Geraldo on that one? Fucking Geraldo. Right? Didn't wasn't he like Fuck the that person guy. that put that on the radar? Mm-hmm. Like I think what in the. 50s, 60s, maybe 70s. Didn't he do a documentary about? Yeah, him and his mustache did a documentary. Was it about? Was it the place that was in Cropsey? The documentary? Yes, the one in Staten Island. Yeah, Cropsey. Cropsey. That's a very interesting story, Jen. I know said. it's very interesting, but I feel like if I was working at that asylum, like that wouldn't be a good look if you had like over 10,000 people die over the span of how many years? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it, the numbers um, don't reflect good things. Absolutely not. I mean, That's so many people. I, mean, I just can't believe that like I never knew about the amount of people that died there until now. I said well, died funny. Well, I was like died. Well, died. well speaking of died, you can go on diedinhouse.com and type in Bizarre Buffet for a discount to find out if anybody died where you live. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is a real advertisement. It's real. It is. Go on there. It's eleven ninety nine. You get like fifteen percent off if you use Bizarre Buffet. Do it. Yeah, do it. So do why it for why me. why do you think that there's not a lot of like press on this out there? Mm, I you have, have theories. To, well, because ten thousand people—that's a fucking lot. Yeah. You know what I think? That's a lot. You have of to also remember that yeah, you know, mental health was looked at like you were just crazy. Mm-hmm. You were kind of looked at like you were just an outcast. You didn't belong. That's <laughs> true. So I also feel like the way these patients were treated, mm-hmm. I don't think their conditions were very fair. Yeah. And, you know, it's kind of hard to come back from a reputation like, oh, well, yeah, that 10,000 people died here, but we've revamped. We have a new image now and we've reset the clock. And we're wheelchair accessible. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, now we have a view of where it once stood. We do. We have a view of where it once stood. And we can be reminded of the 10,000 people that died. God, no. Every single day when you look out your living room window. Absolutely. We can look up at that hill and we can think of the CPR doll. And we can think of all of the 10,000 people who died there. And all of the possible 10,000 hauntings that we could have here. Um, But yeah. It's a thing. I mean, yeah, there's also the one, there's one in Belleville, New Jersey, that was used for, um, they used the exterior for the film A Beautiful Mind. Oh, with... um, Russell Crowe. Yes. And um, they used the front of that, 
And now they're actually taking that building and making it into apartment complexes. Oh, God. But there's a part of me that wouldn't want to live in one of those. Yeah. I feel like if you're a person or persons who believes in like, I don't know, residual energy hauntings, whatever you want to call it. That kind of would be the ideal place to get a fucking haunting. Oh, yeah. I remember at Montclair State on um, one of the apartment complexes, I think it was called Clove Road. Apparently, the story was that these apartments were built on top of a Native American burial ground. Mm. And some of the sightings that were seen there. But I remember reading somewhere about somebody sleeping and then, like, seeing some ghost looking mm. over them at night. Well, okay. I know that in Jersey City, a very similar situation happened. There was a hospital that was there, and then they converted it into these, like, high-end lofts. Wow. Um, You know, Ooh. for all the trust funders. And... <laughs> They, and a lot of the I'm, just kidding. I'm not cutting that shit I'm calling it like I seize it Oh, oh god oh, so, um, You didn't want to say yuppies but you said trust funders Trust funder yuppie assholes. I'm a trust fund baby you can oh, trust me You can trust me in my diaper But a lot of them were saying that They had a lot of hauntings And all that stuff Yeah probably like not Probably the haunting of their mortgage payment because they bought a fucking apartment in Jersey City. No, their parents bought it for them. Oh, yeah. Don't get it twisted. Oh, that's true. That's true. Just keeping it real here. Just keeping it real. Keeping it real. That's right. Keeping it real. Keeping it real with you. So, yeah. Wow. Does that conclude the... That does conclude our story about the Overbrook Asylum. Wow. It's a sad story. It, it is. is. It is a sad story. But um And it's a really good suggestion. It was. Wow, well that was a really good story, wasn't it? It sure was. Man. Thank you so much for the recommendation, Marissa. Thank you. Yeah, Marissa, thank you. And if you guys and gals or anywhere in between cool cats and kittens wanted um if you anyone listening would like to suggest a topic, you can by doing mm. it on Patreon. You can. You can one of our packages you can check it out. I don't remember which one. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, we all have like so much on our plates. Yeah, I know, but um, part of our on. part of our Patreon is is um the top tier is you can pick a topic. For yes, us to discuss, we'll yeah. do anything. You can you can pick a topic, and we have some really interesting tiers. Like I know we have like uh, we have some hand stuff. We have some hand stuff, some, some foot stuff. Some, uh, yeah, um, a glamour shot of Jennifer Wilson in an undecided glamour pose. That is uh, TBD. Um, <laughs> Brought to you by your local Sears Family Portrait Studio. Are they still around? I think Sears is, but they only exist in dead malls. But do they still Uh, have the portrait section? That's a good question. I hope so. I really hope so. They're so so. iconic. I would hope they wouldn't get rid of it. So if anybody wants to follow us, where can they follow us? 
You can follow us. Um, we're written in the stars. Uh, and we're written on Instagram at um, Bizarre yeah, Buffet. We are. Uh, we have a Facebook page, and uh, you can find that at facebook.com slash Bizarre Buffet Podcast. You can also support us by subscribing and yes. reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. You yeah. sure can. Thanks for listening. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Edie Beal. Oh, and I am Big Edie Beal. And, and I'm Jesus. Oh, that's Jesus Christ, everybody. <laughs> oh, have a good night, guys. That's right. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye.